Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. I don't have an accurate weather forecast for the podcast. Uh, depending on when you're listening to this, it could be snow, it could be not snow, but don't worry, get on Facebook and you'll see a ton of motherfuckers that post pictures of the snow. So if you need a weather update and you can't get to the weather channel or anything else, or look outside your window, just get on social media. They've got you covered. I did it the other day, man. It's like it's time Facebook turns into fucking the weather channel. Everybody and their mother has to oh, look, it's nude. Well, yeah, it's, it's snow, man. It happens every year. It's not new. I mean, sometimes the timing when it comes out happens, but. I always goof on people about that. I tried to do it to rattle the cage. Don't believe somebody will say something back and talk shit back, but I didn't get any, anything that time. Speaking of talking shit, Elon Musk, it seems like now almost every podcast is going to have a story about this guy because let me tell you something. In my opinion only, this guy took on one of the hugest risks of anybody, especially in this, in this climate of economy, to spend all this money on Twitter and stuff, and people are bagging on him, blah, 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 blah. Something I kind of disagree with, and I think he got called out on this. So he says free employee lunches at Twitter headquarters were costing more than $400 per meal because almost no one was in the office. Now, what are you feeding them? Fucking steak? $400 per meal? You take them to fucking Ruth Chris or fucking Morton's for that kind of money? Come on, man. There's no cafeteria in that fucking building that's worth $400 a meal. But apparently, that's what he's telling folks. And a former Twitter employee said, eh, the spend on breakfast and lunch was about 20 to 25 a person, which that seems a little bit more in line. 20 to 25 a person. Well, $400 a day, come on, man. What the fuck y'all eating? Whoop, whoop. That's the sound of the police. Whoop, whoop. That's the sound of the beast. Whoop, whoop. That's the sound of the police. Here's a story about a police chase, and I'll get into the whole specifics of it momentarily. This person was stopped with spike strips at 112 miles an hour, man. 112 miles an hour. I don't know why. It says deputies with the Josephine County Sheriff's Office spotted the vehicle going 112 miles an hour on Interstate 5. Late like Friday night, deputies attempted to pull over the car, but the driver refused to stop. Once the vehicle crossed county lines, deputies with the Jackson County Sheriff's Office took over the pursuit. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, she was 75 years old. Elizabeth Catherine Essex, 75 years old. She's charged with reckless driving and attempting to elude police. Please tell me there's going to be a follow-up to the story that tells us why she was fleeing. And first of all, man, if you're, if you're 75 years old and you got the coordination to fucking fly a car at 112 miles an hour and not hurt anybody and nothing comes bad of it, man, I fucking salute you. I try to give that a fucking shot when I get that age. I mean, I'm not close. I'm fucking 54. So, you know, maybe that's my goal in 20 years. My goal in 20 years is to get a police chase over 100 miles an hour and see if I make it. I'll probably be dead by then, but nonetheless. Now, here's somebody else in their 70s, and this is a different story. A woman claims a $100,000 lottery prize. Now, that's, that's not really news, right? Listen to this. I bullshit you not. And I, I, I look at this and I'm like, fuck, I can't even get $20 on a fucking scratch off. I rarely, 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 rarely. Uh, dude, I get fortune cookies with no fucking fortune. I'm with blank, blank fucking fortunes. That's the kind of fucking luck that I have. In Dover, Delaware, a woman who claimed a $100,000 prize from a scratch off ticket won an even bigger prize on the same day. According to Delaware Lottery, the 70-year-old woman who wished to remain anonymous, I would too, man, because motherfuckers are going to be hitting you up for money. Nah, fuck all that. Uh, she bought a winning ticket from a gas station in Newark. After about a week, she visited the lottery headquarters on October 20th to claim her $100,000 prize. But her lucky day, man, you figured, okay, $100,000, she's cool, right? Oh, no. Listen to this. On her way home, she stopped and purchased three more tickets, with one turning out to be a $300,000 top prize winner. 
So literally, after they won the scratch off, they went back to lottery headquarters to pick up the additional three hundred thousand dollars. Basically, won four hundred thousand dollars in in lottery money. And she says the woman plans to put most of the prize money in her retirement fund. I just wish I had that kind of luck. Oh yeah, just the season to be watching Christmas movies. Some of my random favorite Christmas movies. Uh, Miles and I were talking about this the other day. Uh, now, obviously, the top one is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. There's Die Hard that could be considered a Christmas movie, right? There's uh, Night Shift with Henry Winkler and Michael Keaton. Uh, there's a ton. There's 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 a ton of movies, right? That qualify. You know, Miracle on 34th Street, all that kind of stuff. Die Hard. It's a Wonderful Life. There's a lot of Christmas movies. Sometimes they're on Hallmark. Listen to this. Now, this may be good if you're into this. CableTV.com has a contest going on. They want you to be the chief of cheer. The company will pay someone $2,500 to watch 25 movies in 25 days. Now, you'll be required to record your thoughts on each film before you get paid. They don't care when you watch the movies. It could be with your family, dinner, while you're constructing a gingerbread house or whatever. They'll provide the movies. So whoever wins this contest will get uh, streaming packages for uh, to Netflix, HBO Max, Disney, Amazon Prime, etc., etc. So applications are now being accepted till 1159 till December 2nd. If you go to cabletv.com forward slash blog holiday movie dream job 25 movies in 25 days and you get 2500 bucks what about they don't like your description what about if you like they wanted you write thoughts you said man the movie sucked like is there a certain requirement a certain word count they're going to come up with how you're going to get that money i need to know a little bit more about that but i mean i'd be down for an extra 2500 bucks why not this is the second story i think i've read in the last week or so amongst the uh, episodes about people getting jacked to go meet up meet women this is fucked up there's, there's more to the story, and I'm going to tell you why I think that is. In Fairview Park, Ohio, police say a 25-year-old Ohio man was shot in an attempted carjacking after going to meet a woman he met online. See? You see? Women out there playing that Eve, even in the garden bullshit. See? Getting this guy fucking shot, getting him carjacked. So apparently what had happened, what had happened was, so they did an investigation. So this, this guy met this woman online and traveled from Lakewood to Fairview Park to meet her. I don't know the distance of that. Uh, police said she she told the man to pick her up at her house on Granis Road. When he arrived, the woman entered the car and an unknown man approached the driver's side door with a handgun. The victim tried to drive away and multiple shots were fired at the car, police say. The woman jumped from the car as the victim drove away. Officers have not located the shooter or the woman. Uh, police say the victim's injuries are not life threatening Well, you know where she lives, man. So obviously the dude, now, unless the dude's married or, or is hiding something, man, you got to give up that information. So you obviously know where she lives, or it was a fake address or some bullshit or something. But see, you can't, you can't trust anything like that, man. You just can't. There's just a lot of just bad people out there, and you get carjacked. It's the old, you know, because what she'll do is she'll lie. Man, I didn't know what was going on. I was just going to meet this guy, and this fucking guy showed up with a gun. So that's bullshit. That shit all works in tandem. So you just can't trust anybody a lot of times. All right, I'm going to take a quick break right now, try to find something amusing, play a song, and then when I come back, we're going to talk about things you should not insert into your penis. Yes, it's coming up next on the Alex B. Podcast. Hold tight. You are listening to the Alex B. Podcast.
our sunshine in a bag I'm useless but not for long the future is coming on I ain't happy I'm feeling glad I got sunshine in a bag I'm useless but not for long the future is coming on it's coming on it's Now you shouldn't be scared, I'm good at repairs And I'm under each snare, intangible Bet you didn't think so, I command you to Panoramic view, look I'll make it all manageable Pick and choose, sit and lose, all you different crews Chicks and dudes, who you think is really kicking tunes Picture you getting down in a picture tube Like you lift the fuse You think it's fictional, mystical, maybe spiritual Hero who appears in you to clear your view When you're too crazy, lifeless To those the definition for what life is Priceless to you because I put you on the hype shit You like it, gun smoke, you're righteous with one talk You're psychic among, no possess you with one go I'm feeling glad I got sunshine In a bag I'm useless But not for long the future is coming on And happy I'm feeling glad I got sunshine In a bag I'm useless But not for long the future is coming on It's coming on It's coming on It's coming on and on Planet with eight kibbles for men. <laughs> Okay, now I got some kind of sports news, I guess. 
uh, for lack of a better definition. Could you imagine Tom Brady seeing these pictures of Giselle out with this new dude out there in Costa Rica, wherever the fuck she was at? Like, how thirsty is that, man, to make sure it got all over TV or whatever? After he said he did not regret reti- you know, retiring and everything, and she's out with some dude, and she's got like a fucking crop top on, and he's looking all Rico Suave-ish and shit. Could you imagine, though? That's going to fuck his game up, man. Just imagine that. Like, you're Tom Brady. You're Tom fucking Brady. You know, you're, you're trying to stay on the right course, man. And here's your old lady just flaunting the fact she's with some fucking dude in Costa Rica. I, I don't know if that's bad. I mean, that's bad, obviously. But imagine, imagine being Scottie Pippen and your ex-wife is banging Michael Jordan's kid. Marcus Jordan. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. We all know, again, that Scotty and, and, and Michael have had kind of a weird relationship with the Bulls and obviously post-Bulls. Imagine that, man. Imagine that. Your teammate, you know, you always had to play second fiddle to Jordan, and now you're playing second fiddle to his fucking son, man. Ugh. That's fucking, man, I don't, that's horrible. That would be fucking, oh, man, I don't know. That would be, I don't know, I don't know, man. Scotty's got to just be like, you know, what's that song? Scotty doesn't know. Oh, no, Scotty knows because this shit's all over TMZ and fucking page six and everything else, man. Larissa Pippen, man, you thirsty broad. Scotty doesn't know. I have no logical explanation why this happened. Now, I've done some freaky things in my day. I'm not going to lie, okay? I'm not going to get into that because that's not what this podcast is about. However, a 79-year-old Japanese man, I don't know how this happened. I'm going to tell you, he had a 90-inch long jump rope entangled inside his bladder. Why would you shove a fucking 90-inch jump rope up your dick on there? It says penis, but of course, you know, I've got to change the words around to make it my own story. He shoved a 90-inch jump rope up his urethra. Uh, The handless rope became tangled and stuck in the man's bladder. The man was forced to seek medical help, complaining that he was suffering from a condition called dasuria, which is difficulty with urination, only for doctors to find the rope. Like, how do you explain that? What do you tell people? Because I know there's a lot of times, you know, people go to the emergency room and they're seeing shoved up your ass. Okay, that we've there's been plenty of stories about that. I've never heard of anybody shoving a fucking rope up their dick ever. He did not explain why. Of course, I would. Could you imagine? Trust me, somebody out there, over, and I don't know what the social media laws are like over there. Somebody's put his ass on social media somewhere and is fucking just roasting him. It has to be. But they got it out, I guess. So he said he did not explain why he did it got transferred to the hospital and they got first of all I don't think insurance should have to fucking pay for that because that's some stupid shit insurance needs like the full that that's one of the times I would agree with insurance like not wanting to pay stuff I'd say you know what nah nah we ain't paying this man you want to be a fucking freak man do it on somebody else's dime another story that does not come as a shock nor do I have an explanation for but anytime a story like this next one that comes out in the press it's just going to help the people that lost their job it's only going to make them that much richer Two teachers in Arizona lost their jobs after students found their OnlyFans account that had featured a video made in a classroom. According to news reports, a middle school science teacher by the name of Samantha Peer, who made online pornography under the alias Chloe Carter and her husband Dylan Peer, were former employees of the Lake Hafasaw Unified School District. According to the newspaper, they said, I don't know, they, they, these kids found it. Somebody found it and was able to circuit. I, I don't know how that happens, but they were able to, I don't know. 
they were able to to find it. So it got circulated amongst friends. They don't know how they found it or whatever. She said that her and her husband began, began filming explicit content because their teacher salaries were no longer enough to support their family. Before turning to adult content, she became an advisor for several clubs and was going to coach softball in the spring to pick up extra stipends. Now, fuck that, man. Now, luckily, the things that were filmed in, in the classroom, there was not. it was not when, when, when school was in session, thank God, because that would have been really fucked up. But hey, man, you know, Hot for Teacher. Remember that Van Halen song, don't you? Yeah, I'm Hot for Teacher. You remember that song, right? Well, apparently, it's, this bitch took that shit literally. And she says, I chose an anonymous name as well as blocking the entire state of Arizona on OnlyFans so it wasn't accessible to anyone living in the state. So how the fuck did that happen? And she blocked everybody from the state of Arizona so they wouldn't get this content. How the fuck did it get leaked? How? How? Did, how? She did admit to doing the uh, explicit video in the classroom. God, I almost want to get a subscription just to see it. And uh, no kids were in. It was done over the weekend or whatever. But, you know, just think. They're going to make that much more money now because now their story's public. But then now the heat is on because now that your story's public and you're probably going to get more subscribers, they're going to want you to see a little bit more than what you've done. So you might have put yourself into a pickle there. There's a pickle joke in there somewhere, but you can figure it out where. I guess her husband was there, there too, so they both got fired. I just don't understand why people are shocked when this stuff um, hits hits the news because, again, it's just going to promote the product. Now, they might be pretty much, you know, talked about in, in the local communities and neighborhoods or whatever, but I guarantee you if she unblocks the state of Arizona, now the story's out, I guarantee you she's going to make fucking probably five times as much money now that she's like a, a local celeb, for lack, lack of a better word. The customer is not always right, and I think there needs to be a penalty if you call 911 on some bullshit you need to be fine. There, something needs to happen. Happen, I should say. A customer at Clyde Cooper's Barbecue Restaurant in North Carolina had beef with the way her food looked, going as far as to calling 911 over the coloration of the meat. Can you believe that shit? Debbie Holt, the owner of Rally Barbecue Joint, tried to explain to the woman that barbecue turns pink when it is smoked, and even if it were cooked for longer, it would stay pink. It's the way it is. And uh, I guess the employees actually showed Google results of smoked meat and looks, you know, that's the way it's supposed to be. And she continued to tell the pitmasters that it's not done and you can cook it some more. They offered her a piece of chicken. So here's some chicken. Shut the fuck up. And again, I'm adding my own quotes into that just because I want to try to make it a little bit more amusing. We gave her the chicken and told her she can keep her plate because there was nothing wrong with it. And it was smoked barbecue pork. So the woman called 911 after leaving the restaurant. She said Holt was being dismissive. The manager was being dismissive of her concerns. Fuck you. People, stop going into restaurants, acting like you're entitled, not tipping people, and giving staff, just stop it. Stop it, man. What the the fuck is this country coming to? People just think they can go in there and just pop off. The restaurant said it was shocked when police showed up 10 minutes later. Now, really, again, she should have been arrested for a false reporting. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. She had no, uh, they had no idea she called the cops because, again, there was no real issue. Everything seemed fine. We ought to get a laugh about it. Uh, but not willing to listen to reason and teaching them about the smoke process. And it said the woman gave them a one-star review after the incident. I hope you all gave the cops some fucking free dinner for coming down there for that bullshit. I still think she needs to be fined. False reporting something. Because that's some bullshit, man. Cops have got enough shit on their fucking plate. <laughs> no pun intended. To be running to some fucking barbecue joint because you feel entitled. That, you're, 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 that the manager was being dismissive. Shut up. All right, I got one more news story before we get out of here for the Alex B. Podcast again. Uh, thanks for listening and following. Pay really close attention to the social media over the next couple of days. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and possibly TikTok. 
to find out about a very, you know, I, I just want to do it behind the music. I don't think I'm asking for too much. I think I can do it. As a matter of fact, I know I can do it. And I know I'm going to do it. And that's all I'm going to say. Just pay attention. All right, this headline, this is kind of interesting. Um, Catherine McVie, she's an American, uh, American Idol, I guess, or something, right? Um, age 38, reveals how she keeps Spark alive with her husband, David Foster, who's 73, as the pair seeks to reconnect. I guess you just got to keep fucking him and hope that he doesn't die. I think that's the best thing you can possibly tell people. You know, I mean, with that kind of an age gap. <laughs> Lucky motherfucker, man, dude. Like fucking 50 years, right? No, 40 years. 40 years, damn near 40 years younger. Hey, man, Dave Foster got that Grammy money. He's got like fucking songwriter money. He's, he's fucking loaded. That, that girl ain't stupid. Okay, before I get out of here, rest in peace to guitarist, founding member of The Clash, Keith Levine passed away at the age of 65. Uh, every time I listen to a Clash record, it just reminds me of high school, whether it's Train in Vain, whether it's uh, Should I Stay or Should I Go, or this one. All right, I'm out. You've been listening to the Alex B. Podcast. Bye.